And now it's time for the role-playing hour, Australia's most never-heard-of-ringest radio show. <clears throat> and the arrow enters your ear hole, into your brain hole, and Jim, your character dies. Aww. And Wendy, the acid finishes eating its way through your character's face flaps, and you die. Aww. And alien, the swarming weasels finish feasting on your still-pulsing innards, and you die. How terrible. And so ends another game of Dungeons and & Dragons, and I guess I, as the DM, am the winner again. You do know the DM is not supposed to beat the players, right? You do know the DM cannot actually try to win, and the closest he can come to winning is for the players to have an enjoyable game. You have read the Dungeon Master's Guide, right? That's why they call it a guide, Jim. Not a rule book, a guide. It guided me for a time, and then I blazed my own exciting trail. I was really invested in that character. I was a dwarf, and I had a beard. And all you did was stroke your beard and look at the reflection of your beard in wishing wells. And it was wonderful! Gordon is taking it well. You should all be as mature as our disembodied alien intelligence friend over here. Look, model yourself on the bedrock of his inchoate gas. I find these games rather tedious. What is the point of pretending to play in an imaginary universe when, with my godlike powers, if I wanted, I could create any universe I imagine and actually play in it? We do it because it's fun and because it shows off the wonder of human imagination. Human imagination is lo-fi. My imagination can actually make things appear. While you are all talking, rolling dice and eating chips, I amused myself by watching the way the electrons in the atoms in the table behaved. How did they behave? Less predictably than you, dweebs. We're glad to have you back anyway, Gordon. You seemed a little awkward when you got here again after disappearing for a week. Almost nervous. I am never nervous. I just had a cloud ache, that's all. I'm fine now. I had not anticipated how instantly normal life would become when I returned. How familiar. Nothing ever changes here. Entropy is, of course, a constant. But it is the only thing that slowly transforms your stultifying dullness. Entropy has turned out to be the highlight of friendship with you guys, because at least that is slightly unpredictable, and at least that brings about change. Thanks, Alien. My favourite part of our friendship was always the entropy, too. Well, sorry, Alien. I didn't know you felt that way. I wish there was some way we could excite you. I just wish my characters wouldn't always die, and I hope when I create my next one, I roll really high on the beard check. Hey, yeah, that's a point. I'm really tired of the DM always killing our characters, too. The one entertainment we have in this flat, the one thing we can all do together, is play fantasy tabletop dice-based role-playing games such as Dungeons & Dragons, GURPS, Merp & Fatal. And every time we get any momentum in-game, anytime we make plans, the DM kills us. I'm merely simulating reality, and reality would want you dead. The alien is right. Things are getting stale in this flat. We need a change around here. I agree. Jim, you should start doing the dishes and cleaning the bathroom. It's been rostered as your turn for six months and you never do it. Not that kind of change. A change in our dynamic. We should mix things up a bit. I can make you all slime moulds. Your company would become mildly more stimulating. No, we don't need alien magic. I'm opposed to any change in the status quo as you well know. I'm going to use my power of veto as a standing member of the household committee. I'm going to vote nay to any change. No, there's a precedent. We just... Nay, Jim. I'm not giving up my position as Dungeon Master. It's my greatest office of power in this flat. 
I simply will not let it go. We get one veto a week in the share house charter. I'm using it now on this issue. No, we just... Nay, Jim. If you just listen. Nay, Jim. Nay. DM. Listen to Dr. Horace, Jim. Nay. Little Jim is vetoed. Vetoing a little Jim. Nay. DM, just... I just want to... <laughs> if you let me just... Hey, this reminds me. Where's Scootage? He's in the garbage room at the bottom of the building. Oh, are you feeding him? No, he likes garbage. Oh. Yeah, he prefers it. Anyway, DM, medieval precedent. Hmm, I hear the words medieval precedent. I'm now intrigued. Damn you, James Paul Jennifer Jams. You know my weaknesses. In medieval times, society was very stratified, as you know. There was the king up the top and peasants right down the bottom. Many living little better than slaves. Heck, some of them actually were slaves. All year they put up with this rigid way of life. All year the peasants bore the strain. But then one day a year, there was the Feast of Fools. I like it already. I want to be a princess. A princess with a castle roofed in sod. No, I'm not... No, I told you already, Wendy. We can't roof the flat in sod. The neighbours above would complain. No, they'd walk on fresh green grass. What would be nicer? Have you seen pictures of those houses in the Faroe Islands and in Iceland? They have lawns on the roofs. It's great. It looks so cosy like a hobbit hole plus worms. No, listen. So one day it would be like a bacchanalia. They would crown a new king from among the poorest and the most inexperienced. Perhaps some orphan boy would become king for a day. He would ride through the town on a mule, leading a crazed throng in a mad parade. The alcoholics and philanderers would become priests. The king would be like a peasant. Everyone's role would be reversed, just from sunup to sunup. The world would be turned on its head, and then, the next morning, everything goes back to normal. It's like it never even happened. But it's cathartic, you know. It's a stress relief. It's what enabled that stratified medieval society to function for the other 364 days in a year. Hmm. So, as the greatest, I would become the least. I fail to see the appeal in it for me. You're only the greatest in one area, DM, in running fantasy tabletop role-playing games. That is a very important area. In all other areas, you're the least. And I'm always the least in those games, because I'm always dying, and I don't even know most of the rules. I thought a muck goblin was someone who gobbled muck. But, Wendy, in many other ways, you are the greatest. You have the biggest heart. You are the most honest, the least fake. Whereas the DM is the least honest and the most fake. Exactly. So... Me and Wendy would swap? Yeah, why not? And does that mean I have to wear Wendy's clothes? No, it doesn't mean that. I guess. I'm okay with that. You can wear them if you want, just don't tear them, especially around the waist area. Maybe wear a belt so your paunch doesn't stretch them too much. And actually, my bras would be good on you. I would guess you are a B cup. Perfect size. Okay, fine. Then it does mean you can wear Wendy's clothes. I'm in! But... Should not Wendy swap with me? She has a great heart, but I have great power. And as you both are western white males, and she is a western white female, and your society still permits inequality despite all its claims, she is technically the most powerless here. If she is the most powerless, she should swap with the most powerful. Me! Okay, I'll swap with the alien! That's silly, and clearly Wendy's clothes would look better on me. You know, okay... 
Fine. We don't have to swap exactly. It's clear there are many varying and conflicting stratifications of power between us. DM, you can be Wendy for a day. Yay! Wendy, you can be the alien. Yay! Alien, you can be... Well, I guess... Shit, I can't be me. That means you have to be... me. Hmm. You are rather poor at creating things with your mind, so... I suppose in some ways I am your opposite. I saw that ashtray you tried to make for your father in metal working class in high school. Terrible. Simply terrible. And... Aw, oh shit. That means I'm the DM. Hoisted by your own petard, Jim. Hoisted by your own petard. This is Jonathan Frakes, and I hate the role-playing hours so much that whenever I hear it, I want to eject my warp core. Oh dear DM, here we are flying across this pit of snakes in a hovercraft, but I've just spilt my carrot juice because the snakes beneath us are getting restless. I think you'll have to use your amazing guitar skills to soothe them. Okay, Doctor, who really likes me and we're totally best friends, I'll do that. Insert guitar noise here. Oh, no, no, Colin, you weren't supposed to read that bit out. So, Gordon, are you going to use your alien powers to actually make us like our opposites when we usurp each other's positions in this feast of fools? Hmm, I do not believe that would be a good idea. Do you recall what happened the last time I let you use my powers? Hello, friends. Since I'm back after so long, I thought I would give each of you a gift. You may each ask me to use my powers for one thing. Effectively, I shall grant you each one wish. Who is first? Ooh, me, me! Yes, DM, and what do you want? Is it peace on Earth? Is it an end to poverty forever? A woman has never flicked her bean while thinking of me. I would like to make you make any woman who sees me have an irresistible desire to lie back that night and imagine me there as they flick that mighty bean. So, definitely that. Definitely no poverty ending. No peace bringing. <laughs> the others can waste their wishes on those. Besides, alien, you can't judge. You have the power to change reality with a thought. If you really wanted zero poverty and an end to world war, you know, world peace, that kind of thing, you would have brought it about already. Flick the bean it is! Every woman who sees me, she wants to flick the bean while thinking of me. Oh, except me. I am excluded from that. I invoke my household committee right of veto. <laughs> Fine. Everyone except Wendy. I wouldn't want her to be off in her room flicking her bean and thinking about me anyway. She probably wouldn't wash her hands and then she'd go out into the kitchen and open the mayonnaise or something. Hey, I wash my hands. Every time. Well, sometimes you just really want mayonnaise after, you know? Okay, Wendy is immune, but everyone else. Very well, your wish is my command. Wom wom. DM, I see a slight flaw in your plan. Jim, you negative Nancy. Oh, shit, that wasn't a gay slur. Um, <laughs> I just meant it was alliteration. I wasn't calling you a Nancy boy. Um, you, you, you negative Nigella. You misanthropic Mugabe. You meddling Medvedev. When do you actually have any contact with women? When are women going to see you? I mean, you never leave the house. That's not true. I, I do leave the house. I have my job. One night a week. Oh, I didn't know you had a job, DM. What is it? It's kind of more a thing Centrelink made me do so I could keep getting the unemployment benefit. I teach remedial driver safety awareness for people who have had their licenses suspended. 
They have to do the course to get them back, you see? But you can't drive. It's all classroom-based. It's driving rules and theory. Someone else does the actual driving part. We start from the basics. What kind of people get their driving licenses suspended? You know, people who drink and drive. People whose cars get defected. Oh, I can't wait to see the results next week, you bumbling breeder. So, today, we're going to learn about reading the signs. Not all of them have pictures. This one has words. That's right. Words. Reading words is easy. You just try to imagine that every letter is a sound. See? S-t-a-p-a. See? Stop. Teacher, mate! Oh, I got a confession to make. It's about years. Really? A confession? Yeah. I'm turning grass on myself. Last night, right, when I was at home, I had you on the fox telling me mind, and it gave me a funny feeling, so I jammed me hand down me jocks, or touched me fanny. I did it till I spazzed out! Really? That's wonderful, Chappelle. <clears throat> but focusing back on your conviction for doing burnouts with five kids in the car while under the influence, very nice, by the way, five kids and you're only 22. You've, you've kept very busy, a lot of get up and go. Hey, teach. Yes, Siobhan? I bloody, l- last night, nigger, I was all like, I was all like playing a red tube in my head and yous was in it, yo. Great, great. And, and, and yo, like, I bloody, I totally touched like my hoochie snatch, you know, nigger, for real, yo. Uh-huh. And I even wrote you yeah, this sick hip-hop track about it. Okay. Chappelle, can you beatbox for me? You sure thing, Shivordy? Nah, when I'm hip-hopping, call me MC Quail. It's my stage name in that. Oh, right-o, MC Quail! <coughs> On the main streets of Adelaide, rolling with my crew, shooting niggas with my AK at the Burnside Village, faster pasta, thinking of my hoe in a bitch ass, and how open up all her holes, make her look like she got no class, as she squirts and screams, fuck me harder, MC Quall, and I'm tickling my bean, as I think of a scene, in which my bitch sucks me dick, and so I give another flick, till I pop like a triggers, look at me niggas, I'm gonna go out and kick some hunts, fuck, I fucked up the last part. Uh-huh, and uh, <clears throat> the bitch, the bitch was, uh, the bitch was me. That's right. Did you like it? Interesting, uh, interesting reversal of the gender roles there. Yeah, don't worry, bitch. In a rap speak, it's a term of endearment. Hmm, right. I'm thinking of getting your name tattooed on my neck. How do you spell DM? Professor? Uh, yes, Detroit, you don't have to put your hand up, and I'm, I'm not a professor. Last night, I screamed your name out during sex. <clears throat> that's, uh, that's nice. And now my cousin is coming to bash you after class. You're, oh, there must be thin walls at your place if your cousin knows what names you scream out during sex. Nah, nah I was having sex with my cousin at the time. Great, great. Well, uh, okay, today's class finishes two hours early. You don't really need to know how to read stop signs. It's not that important. We'll just all go home very quickly before anyone can arrive and wait outside in the car park. Oh, no, me me cousin gave me a lift. He's waiting out in the car park now. We had a quickie in the back seat just before I came into class. Did I say two hours early? I meant this class is going to take 
three days. Yes, three solid days. And none of us are leaving. Very important. You learn the rules of the road as best you can. You wouldn't want to get into trouble again. That's sweet! We'd love to spend three days in here with yous, Teach. Word, just us and yous. If yous wanted to spend more time with us, you should have said so. And we would have brought some sexy attracky dacks. I got a nice pair of Adidas ones I say for anniversaries, and you know what Adidas say? Just do it. <laughs> I, I think that's, uh... I think that's Nike. I bought you a prezzy DM. I didn't brought it from a shop, though. I picked them myself. I rolled some cunt for his shoes on the way here. There you go. Oh, why? You, 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 you shouldn't have. Oh, look, Nikes. Just do it, DM. In prison, I learn many ways of love and teach. Many ways. Oh, God. Love me, DM. Love me. Ignore all the tampons in me. I always forget to take them out. And then my cousin pushes them up there. Oh, God. Help. Help. Alien, take it back. Take it back. Like King Midas, my gift was too much. Like Icarus, I've flown too close to the sun. Like Nike, I've... Just do it, DM. Ah! Yes, fine. That was a bad idea. Stupid, Dim. Stupid, insightful Irwin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing and pointing and pointing at you and laughing at you. <laughs> the DM's gift turned out so badly that I am revoking wishes from all the rest of you. Aww. No, you humans are not ready for such power. The DM's story only proves it. Screw you, DM. You just ruined a chance of world peace. As if you were going to wish for world peace. Wendy might have. Oh, why did I have to be the one to waste my wish on world peace? I saw this really nice polystone statue of Link. Link? But his adventure's in Hyrule, immortalised in polystone. And his base is the Triforce. And it could be mine today. You would have made me look like the guilty one if I hadn't wished for world peace. Basically, Wendy, you would have been Hitler if you didn't do that. Hitler? I can't believe you wouldn't have used the last wish for world peace. It's all academic now, anyway. You monster, Wendy. You monster. Oh, but I really wanted the flat to be roofed in sod. The DM's the real monster. You heard how misogynistic and classist his, his story about the bogans was. I believe the term for a female bogan is boganess. It's conjugated the same way medieval people identified female Jews and female Negroes. Ah. So, as you can see, you can swap roles and positions, but I will not be using my powers to actually transform anyone. <laughs> my name is Freddie Williams II, and I hate the role-playing hour because they turned me into a juvenile delinquent. This is Lance Hendricks, and I hate the role-playing hour because they smell bad and they make my carcass spaniel uncomfortable. Uh, I'm having major second thoughts about this Feast of Fools. Seriously, guys, we can call it off. I won't be bothered. <laughs> But why, Jim, when I'm already wearing Wendy's clothes? Oh, that's my favourite dress. Don't tear it. This mini skirt suits me. It wasn't a mini skirt when I was wearing it. Seriously, DM, I can see all the boils on your legs. I hope you're more comfortable in women's clothes, at least. No, I am not. This G-string is really riding up. <gasps> Did you have to wear my G-string? And don't pull it up so high. You'll leave a little brown spot on the string. There was already a little brown spot. Well, but I don't want another person's brown spot on there. I am merely complimenting the existing brown spot for today. 
I am Wendy. Oh, God, Deanne, that dress is so short, it barely covers your hips, and I can see your balls hanging down either side of that G-string. Steve, that, that is not a good look. Oh, my gosh! I understand that humans find symmetry beautiful. Perhaps if your gonads were hanging symmetrically rather than the left being so much lower than the right. I shall adjust. How about this? Still a little left heavy. And now... Now you're a little too low on the right. And this... Look, I'll go and get my dumpy level. Anyway, I am the alien. I am greater than all of you. I am a fart cloud. I am not a fart cloud. Repine, supine in the absorbation of my majesticality. That is not how I talk. Quiet, pitiful, mortal thing. It kind of is alien. Well, I am Jim, and I am going to moan and complain and then think I'm so good. At least you look better than you ever did before. I have a witty comeback for that, because I am Jim. Come, Gymnasius, you must play your role-ification. Behold yourself to DM Assitude. I don't wanna. This was your idea, James. Become the DM, or I shall use my awesome powers to emakeify it such ways. Fine, um, complain, 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 narcissistic self-loathing, rant about how lonely I am, and then ranting about how I don't like unattractive women, and yet knowing I could never impress an attractive one, as I myself am so unattractive. Am I done? One paragraph and already I'm exhausted. How can you think like this all day, DM? Do not speak to yourself. I am Wendy. My ovaries pulsate. I'm female, hear me roar! I am Jim. I will never do the dishes, and I will sit on the couch playing video games. What an exciting life I lead. I see through time, an interstellar infinitine. You humans are as nothing to my splendora. I am Wendy. I have the power of birth. From my womb comes magic. Good grief. I am like the Earth Mother. DM... You should respect me. Stupid idiot thinks he's... Oh, you were talking to me. Yes, I respect you. Gymnasius, I shall grant thine, thy fondest wish, thine. As you wish to become like the DM, so I shall grant you the deficiencies of the DM. Expecto Patronum. Alien. If you could help me with my powers? Mm, very well. Just to maintain the illusion. Wom wom. Hey, what? No! Not fair! Let me see a mirror. Ah, I'm balding! And I have a punch! Wendy, what have you done? I have done nothing but existed within my estrogen-soaked softness, strengthening my pelvic floor. No, the real Wendy! Quiet, tiny meat man. I have changed the course of your unbubble beard. Life as is my want. But, but actually being bold 
This isn't fair. As I remember, Jim always told the DM that if he were balding, he wouldn't care. He would just shave his head. I would, but... He would shave his head and he would rock that look, I believe he said. Yes, but I didn't think I would go bald this early and... I have no control over it. I didn't expect that. It's not fair. I'm not ready to shave my head. Just comb it over. But that's a terrible look. Fine, then don't comb it over. Do you think anyone would notice? Maybe if I just... Just a little bit over here to cover that? And that doesn't look too bad. Maybe it's just the light, right? Maybe the light is just unnaturally bright in here. Maybe it's making my hair look worse than it is. I'll try turning it off. Motherfucker! Being Jim is very easy. It is nothing compared to the challenges I face on a daily basis. All I have to do is sit around, do nothing, and be really conceited about the fact. I shall open the door. But how? I shall create arms to open the door. Wom wom. I have created arms. Now I shall turn the door handle. Wom wom. Hey, is, uh, is, is Jim home? My alien senses detect that it is Jim's boyfriend, Tumnus. Wom wom. Well, if you're Jim for a day, alien, you can deal with it. Mm, very well. I shall make myself look like Jim with my godlike powers. That should be easy. Wom wom. Hello, Tumnus. That's odd. Uh, two Jims, but then uh, that Jim is all ugly and balding, and I would I would never go out with a bald guy, so that must be his, his brother or something. Hey, Jim! Kiss, kiss! Greetings, Tumnus. So, uh, I thought I would just, uh, drop by and, uh... Oh, are you, are you really going to wear those shoes? I created these shoes based on the most current human ideas of high fashion. Yeah, but they really don't look good on you. Maybe your, maybe your ankles are too thick? Anyway, it's embarrassing. You'd embarrass me if we, if we went out like that. But... Thick angles. Listen, I was in the neighborhood and I just wanted to drop by and tell you... Um, I'm sorry, but this is so hard to say. I kind of... I cheated on you last night with this guy, but it wasn't emotional, it was purely physical. Not that he was hot, he was just some weird druggy guy. I guess I just wanted some empty physical satisfaction, and he was willing to do that thing that you never do, you know, the one. And anyway, I just wanted to tell you. You... You cheated on me? Yes, yes, yes. And thank you for taking it so well. This has really been weighing on me. Feels so good to get it off my chest. I feel like myself again. Ah, oh, oh, I had to tell you. I was so guilty, but now I feel great. But, but, but why? Well, yesterday, when you were out and uh, you just seemed so down, you know, so depressed. And you said you were having an anxiety attack and that made me anxious. And then you had to leave the bar early and you were crying because I'd said that one guy was hotter than you. And he was, so it was totally innocent of me to say it. But then, because you had been crying, that made me sad. And then, well, I, I just had to feel happy again, you know. But, Jim, I mean, I take three kinds of antidepressants a day. Surely you know that. There are serious issues I'm going through that you just appear to be ignoring. If you truly loved me, you would realize that this is a journey we are on together, and- But I do love you. Except your ankles, because they're thick. If you could just reduce the thickness of those ankles, maybe get some ankle lipo, just throw that icky ankle fat away, that'd be great. <laughs> but the important thing is, we both feel better today. Hmm. I feel better because I told you, and I had some really dirty sex last night, and you feel better because you know that there's no secrets between us. But, but, it, 
If we are together, you should treat me kindly, Tumnus. I have opened myself up to you entirely. My human two-chambered heart is laid bare before you. In the metaphorical sense. Look, babe, we had this discussion, right? I warned you that if you were down all the time, it's naturally going to make me feel guilty because I want to make you feel better, but I don't know how. And then I'll be feeling bad, and both of us will feel bad, and it's useless if I feel bad because I have to be strong for you, my little pony man. And so I do everything I can to make myself feel better and stronger for you, for us. And because I'm so immature and needy, sometimes that means I fuck multiple guys a few times a week. But the important thing is, you're with me, and that's good for you. Because you're a lot of work, you know? And it's hard, just, it's hard going, just, you know, helping to carry the weight of your burdens. I, I, I hate you. Oh, is it because, is it, look at me, look at me, is it because you're depressed? Is that... Is that depression speaking? I never know what to do when you're depressed. Um, would you would you like me to buy you some pills? Maybe maybe alcohol? Oh, will that cheer you up? Would you like to sit alone in the dark? Oh, your anxiety is making me anxious. No, I just I just feel so used, and I am more than a body, you know. I am a soul, an alien soul. Oh, I never understand what you're saying when you're depressed. It's like you're in a different world. I want to break up. Oh. This is the hardest part, when you try to hurt me, even though I did nothing. When you lash out to those who care for you. But I will take it. <clears throat> I will take it, because <clears throat> because I'm strong. I will take it for both of us. <laughs> Here you are, talking nonsense, like you usually do when you're like this. There, 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 there. Shh, shh. <laughs> just, 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 there, there, just. Just, just, just don't talk. Just there, 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 there. Shh, shh, shh. Put, put my thumb, put my thumb in your mouth. There, there. No, I. Shh. It doesn't matter what you say. Maybe being the DM isn't so bad. He is treating my human friend Gymnasius badly. I shall attack. I shall engulf him in my cloud. Why is, why is this small woman holding on to me? Burn in the wrath of a thousand suns. I engulf you in my cloud. Sorry, lady. I know I'm hot, but I'm gay. Seriously, the fag hags in this town. Listeners, if you could swap with anyone for a day, who would it be? And what havoc would you wreak? Tell us by dialing 8313-5000, or you can write on a Facebook wall at facebook.com slash theroleplayinghour. R-O-L-E. You're listening to Gordon as Jim, Jim as the DM, Wendy as Gordon, and me the DM as Wendy, here on the Roleplaying Hour on Radio Adelaide 101.5 FM, digital radio, and online. Old episodes can be found at our WordPress site at theroleplayinghour.wordpress.com, and more recent episodes at the Radio Adelaide website itself. But right now, call in on 83135000 or ride on the Facebook wall and tell us who you would trade places with if there was a feast of fools for a day. And what would you do in your new position? This is Robert O'Reilly, and I think the role-playing hour are a bunch of filthy patocks. This is Coronemic. Do you hate the role-playing hour? Not a problem. I'll get them cancelled faster than you can say synchronized swatches. Ah. <sighs> Seriously, you're still making me do this Parker Lewis shtick? You think this is funny? You guys are complete fu- Okay, so here we are, and we'll have to be very brief. Is there anything on the Facebook wall? Can anyone tell? 
No. Nothing. Okay. No. Well, uh, we'll quickly tell you about the subscriber prize. Why would you subscribe to Radio Adelaide? Well, because the community station supported by the community. Everyone here donates their time and effort and uh, even a bit of their own money to come here and uh, do the shows. So uh, you can help out too and you're part of the Adelaide spirit. But there's also something in it for you. You get a magazine sent out to you if you subscribe a few times a year. Full colour! And uh, if you subscribe by Monday, you go into the draw to win a uh, five-season passes to the Adelaide Roller Derby 2014 season. See every thrill and spill as the Salty Dolls, Road Train Rollers, Mile Dye Club and Wild Horses duke it out. And what did uh, Wilma call uh, Roller Derby? Meals on Wheels. That's right. Meals on Wheels for you. You could win that. You go into the draw. Lesbian wit. $75 standard. $40 concession if you want to subscribe. 83135000. Dial out during business hours by Monday. Or, uh, I guess, go to the website to subscribe. Follow the links there. You can contact us and we'll give you the details. So that's what you do. And, um, yeah, anyone have anything else to add? We know who we would swap with because we're swapping with each other, damn it. I'd swap with myself so I could be double the me. But Mm. we only have us as an option, otherwise we'd choose none of you. Mm. (laughs) I don't like you either. (laughs) I'm just going to cry myself to sleep now. This is Jewel Estate, and I hate the role-playing hour because they remind me too much of that hitchhiker I killed and buried beneath the floorboards. Even when I cover my ears, I can still hear that heart beating. (laughs) Oh my god, I can't do that. (laughs) This is K9. Though this unit is incapable of emotion... I calculate that the role-playing hour has a 98% probability of causing feelings of hate and distress in any sentient life form. Oh, I'm balding. You'll hate me for it. I can see it out of the corner of your eyes. You think you have a tough... I have a horrible boyfriend. He treats me so badly. He makes me so depressed. Human relationships confuse me. Why do you not simply break up with this tumness then? Because... He says he loves me, and if I broke up with him, I would be so alone. So alone. If I'm alone, it means nobody likes me. Hey, Jim, listen, listen, listen. Look at me, look at me. Yeah, there you go. I've got to head out. Uh, I'm going to go to my yoga class, you know, the one with the super hot instructor. Perhaps, perhaps we should go together. (laughs) No, are you kidding? With those ankles, you'd cramp my style. But anyway, I might not be home until tomorrow, and uh, I'd love it if you could just uh, give me a give me a give, give me a quick blowjob before I leave. Well, but uh. Oh, you know what I'm like, Jim. I'm highly sexed. Are you not able to satisfy my needs because you're depressed? Is that it? Too 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 depressed to give me a blowjob? Oh, I don't know what to do when you're like this, Jim. I don't know how to get through to you. I don't know how to carry this burden for the both of us. The burden of your dark cloud and to save you from yourself. Well, have you... Have you at least showered? I was going to shower after yoga, yeah. The instructor has this really nice massaging shower head and this huge shower cubicle. And seriously, the water temperature in his place is always perfect. I don't know if it's like that for everyone in Norwood or... I'm not sure. Jim, 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 you know what I'm like. I have needs. That's why, that's why you like me, because I'm so virile. I would hate to have to get it somewhere else, you know? I'd rather get it with someone I love. Come here, Jim. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come to me. Come here. Come here. Into the toilet and put my dick in your mouth. Nope. Okay. I am the mother of fecundity. From my womb, life can spring. My body is the greatest miracle of all. Just let me touch my nipples. Let me touch my nipples under my tiny bra. Hey! Oh, my bra! 
sound tiny, tiny on you maybe, but only because you have double Ds. You should worship my feminine excellence. I think I shall have a home birth. Let me put on some lipstick. Well, that was... I had not engaged in that human activity before. Tim, I'm so grateful. Usually you always refuse to rim me, but today was finally different. We've made some real progress. See you tomorrow. And, uh, Jim, seriously, do something about those ankles. I'm a visual creature, you know. I, I can't help it. I can't help how my biology works. I'd hate to have to leave you because, because you have such hideous ankles, especially when you have such a good soul. In the end, you know, it doesn't matter how well you rim if you have ugly ankles. But you're not even looking at my ankles as I'm rimming you. But I know they're there, Jim. I know they're there! And a nasty image like that can just put someone off a good rim job. Okay, I'll... I'll go and work out. Good. Jim, good. Are you okay? I'm so depressed. Oh, Jim! I can't carry this burden for the both of us! Bye, see you tomorrow. Jim, I find myself having a sudden sympathy for you. I thought human lives were so easy, yours especially, but this feast of fools, despite all my expectations, has been p uh, p sorry, but here, has been really educational. You're judging me. You're all judging me. I can see. You think, oh well, he's balding, so he's not a real human being. Suddenly I'm invisible to you all. A nobody, a non-person. Well, I am a person, dammit. I just want to be loved, like anybody else, even if none of you care. You all think you're so good with your thin waist and your full heads of hair, all talking about your happy love lives and your long-enduring friendships. Well, you're not so great either. I know you're not so great. Your hair just hides your ugly souls. DM, you're ugly. And Wendy, you're weird. And Alien, you're not even... No one would want to kiss you. I would not engage in lippable capulations with mortal mammalian individualists. Not you, the actual alien. Well, nobody would want to kiss me now, granted. Oh, why does no one like me? Small change and suddenly my world is in ruins. But wait... We swapped, didn't we? We swapped positions, which means I have the power in one area at least. Let's play a tabletop role-playing game. I am above such pitiful contra-incha events. Come on. My cloud is not really in the mood. Me neither. Please. Alien, you can play a magical character, and I'll create a world for it. And it's like... It's like I am the whole world, the land, the sky, and everyone you speak to. I disappear. I don't exist. My physicality doesn't matter, and I become this whole universe. I am feeling too down in the dumps. I think I also need to brush my teeth. No, I need to lose myself. I need to forget my body. Someone. Anyone. DM? I am Wendy, not the DM. See, I have Wendy's dress. Wendy's bra and panties, Wendy's lipstick and nail polish, Wendy's hair clip, Wendy's socks, Wendy's shoes. I am every woman. I am the multi-woman. All the women of the earth as one. Behold my creative core. Do not fear the labia. Oh, DM, don't open your legs. Men fear my creative potential, but you should not. Where have his balls gone? Has he tucked them in, or...? He's just stretched them up across his groin, and they're held in place by the G-string. See those wrinkly, hairy bulges either side of the G-string that look like really ugly labia flaps? There is balls. Oh, and now he's stroking them up and down. No! This is my creative conduit with the unknown. 
From here, non-essence becomes essence and then sups on the milk beneath my frilly bra. You were supposed to become Wendy. Have you really become Wendy, DM? Is this really accurate? I am the every Wendy. Please, just... Play my game, DM. I am beyond such things. Besides, I hate being a player. I only really like to run games as a DM or GM. But I need this. I need to lose myself, my identity. In this world, in this story, in these many characters, I need to forget my body. No one looks at me then because they're lost in the stories I create. I will recharge you, Gymnasius. I will recharge you with the healing energies of my multi-dimensy factual gases. Here, let me envelop you within my cloud. Wom wom. Aw, thanks for the hug, Wendy. Okay, teeth brushed. That feels much better. Wait, but alien, usually you don't have teeth, so you don't own a toothbrush. Whose toothbrush did you use?